Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Simon Says podcast. This will be episode 22, and it it, it is the long-awaited trip report from Florida in September. So, let's get into it, guys. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry it's took this long for me to get it to you. Uh, I've had a lot on my plate. I will release another podcast with my daily updates soon so that will be coming um it's going to change the format a little bit i think so it's my trip report guys i've obviously been back from florida now for over two months it's been a long time i do apologize about it being actually it's longer than two months it's nearly three months uh i've just been that busy since i got back i've done i've just been swamped with work and different things as well so what I was going to do, I wasn't going to do a day by day uh, format of what we did in Florida. What I was going to do is uh, what I've done for the first time. So I'll do that and then I will add in extra things if I see it. So first things first, it was we flew out on the 12th of September uh, with Virgin Atlantic. See, I've started this and I'm only doing it, just cocking up what I just said. But I'll, I'll do it day by day and I'll just add in the first whatever. You, you, if you've listened to me before, you know I like a lot of cock-ups, and this is the start of it. So we flew with Virgin Atlantic uh, on Barbarella. Oh, I have a visitor. Hello. Oh. Right, guys, I'm back. Sorry about that. The radiator is working fine. Just hoping that this records. So, uh, like I said, we was on the. Barbarella by Virgin and we were staying at the Wyndham Bonnet Creek for two weeks so that's uh, I think I might have mentioned this before but it's we've stayed there a few times it's a lovely resort uh, it has huge self-catering rooms which have a full kitchen a full shower room a separate bath which ends up being a jacuzzi bath and it is it's it's a phenomenal it's a phenomenal little resort it's actually on disney property but not run by disney as yet because of the if you looked at recent updates the hilton next door and the waldorf are actually now part of disney's um affiliation package or program so that's something that could happen in the future which would be great for me because it's a timeshare I've got which will help me to possibly get some extra perks but uh, yeah so um, that's what we that's where we, we were staying for the first two weeks uh, on on other accommodation which was a first for which yeah yeah Look at the headline. Um, we stayed, also stayed at the Swan and Dolphin for one day, or one night, should I say. And we had a awesome view, which I wasn't expecting. We actually got a view of the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I've got pictures on my Canon phone somewhere. So I'm just looking through if you're wondering what's going on. Uh, and I will uh, put them on the on, Ah, you stupid camera. Camera decided to open up and just attack my finger. 
uh, uh, I will download the pictures and I will get them onto the Facebook page. But uh, yes, we had a um, a great view of the Magic Kingdom. Uh, the reason why we were staying there because we went to Galaxy's Edge in the morning. But staying there, we used the opportunity to use the transportation that Disney have, which is the bus, to go to Magic Kingdom. Because we did another first for this trip. Well, actually, it's not really a first. It is a first on some respects. Is We went to be our guest restaurant. Um, the reason why it's a f we have been before, but the reason why it was a first is because of the new prefix menu. Which I think was actually quite one of the nicest meals I've had in Disney for a long time. I know a lot of people don't actually rate um, Be Our Guest, but the atmosphere was fantastic. The food was phenomenal. Uh, I could, with it, the prefix menu, you can have a starter, a main course, and you get the set the trio of desserts. Uh, but I had personally had the lobster, lobster bisque, which was really nice. A little bit short on the lobster, but it's Disney, what do you expect? And then I had the centre cut Flamingon, which I had rare to medium. And it was melt in the mouth beautiful. And I loved it. Uh, the, tree, the trio of desserts was, the grey stuff was near. It's grey stuff. The little chip cup with the the chocolate white chocolate chip cup was which had the grey stuff in it was really nice. I enjoyed that. I can't remember what the other two were, um, but forgive me, it's not not the best. Uh, and Julie had, which I was hoping to get on this, but obviously not. We're not a chance, and she's a bit scared of the mic as well. Uh, she had the escargot, and also had the centre cut filet mignon but she had hers medium I think it was medium to well she doesn't like to have any blood in her in her steak but I do oh, love the blood love the blood so um, yeah that was a first and I would highly recommend that uh, prefix menu if you're on the dining plan I don't have a lot of people are not upset that it's on it's two service credits or table service credits but we were paying for it anyway, so I was happy to pay. I was happy to pay. That's I think it was sixty nine dollars plus tax. I think. But I had a couple of drinks. You had a drink. It. The total bill, uh, I think, came to about with tip about one hundred and eighty dollars. Sounds a lot, but um, it was nice. It was really, really nice. It was one of the nicest ones we had. So, yeah, that's one of the first, and the, fir the other first was staying at the Swan Dolphin. Which I have got a room tour. I may put it on YouTube. I don't know. I'm, I'll see. I'll see if it works or not. But um, yeah. And with that, our next first for that trip would have been going to Galaxy's Edge. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave all. I'm gonna leave talking about Galaxy's Edge for another. Episode. I think that can take up a good 20-25 minutes alone on Galaxy's Edge because uh, I have a lot to say about it because it is phenomenal for me. Bit upsetting that we had, don't have, we didn't have both the rides open. Oh, um, I don't know who you are, but thank you for following me on Twitter. Uh, 
<laughs> Shout out to wherever you are. I can't see your name. It just popped up. Um, yeah, I really, really, really think it's a really great land. It exceeded my expectations for a theme land from start. But I won't go into too much detail because I'm going to leave that as a separate one. Like I said, don't want to bore you with one fill your head with too much at the moment in this bit but um, we did do a little trick um, I'm going to give the shout out to Dan from Think Park Trader for giving me that this tip um, if you need, if you would like to know what tip it is uh, for what we did at Swan and Dolphin you can message me on Facebook or on Twitter and I will let you know the trick. I'm not going to put it on it yet because I don't want too many people knowing about it. Because it actually does work. Because I did it to a fellow podcaster on the network. You're welcome, Amanda and Luke. Um, yeah, that was uh, another first. On to another first, which a lot of this is actually Disney at the moment. Because, really, we had to get all the new stuff in. Um, we went to Toy Story Land, which looked... On the surface, looked fantastic. Then you dug a little bit deeper, and you saw the paint was fading. The idiots out there who are ripping the stickers and peeling the paint off the walls and the queues. Stop it, you idiots. Uh, it wasn't fantastic. It was, it was, a, see, I'm controversial. I'm in two minds about it, really, to be honest. It's not... I think it, it was a filler gap to fill for Galaxy's Edge coming but they could have spent a little bit more money on doing the rides but we did do Slinky Dog and I really did quite enjoy that um, we also did oh I need to go back sorry when we were at Magic Kingdom we also went on a Jungle Cruise for the first time fantastic shout out to the skipper Zoe she was fantastic she made she made it actually really worthwhile. I've heard that it all depends on the skipper you get. And yes, it is true. So, right, fast forward a little bit further back to where we were. Uh, Toy Story Land, Slinky Dog. It's a great family coaster. It's not the biggest thrills of your life. You'll never get to the likes of the roller coaster at Bush Gardens. It's a great family roller coaster. It is what it is. It's enjoyable. Just don't peel the paint and off the walls and don't rip the stickers off the walls in the queue I know it's lo the queues were long when it first opened it's still pretty long that we I think we were queuing for 30 minutes in total but it was early in the morning so it wasn't that hot uh, because oh that was another thing see I'm going, I keep going back I keep remembering stuff I've wrote, all, I've wrote a lot of notes I've got two pages of notes here first and I'm remembering extra stuff so that's going to be going back and forth like I always do uh, we did the extra magic hours for Galaxy's Edge, which I'll. It was we got there at half past six in the morning, so. But yeah, we went on in Toy Story about half nine, and it was park a bit open half an hour. It wasn't that busy. It was half an hour for toy, for Slinky Dog. We didn't get to go on at ass. Uh, we just didn't. The queue was a bit too long when we came back out, and it started to get really hot then. So we did leave. But uh, we'll do. I'll just kind of moved 
onto more first in Disney because I don't want to go out for day by day by day, which is moving to moving. Which is the way I'm actually moving to. But uh, rides that we've done that we haven't done before, any that you don't hear, we've probably done. Uh, there's just a few that this this trip was the first. So we finally went on Navi River Journey. <sighs> Sorry. Um, sleep fest I'm afraid it was beautiful to look at but oh my god is it boring um, why people are queuing up for 95 minutes to an hour for that ride oh, go and get, go and take a sleeping pill go and have a sleep on a bench or something it it doesn't warrant the queue the, the, the wait time it's been having it's, it looks phenomenal don't get me wrong but it is boring uh, we also did for the first time in Epcot, we did the Frozen Ever After. Um, is that what it's called? Yeah, Frozen Ever After. Because um, we never did Maelstrom, I never knew it was actually in the, the Norway Pavilion, because we, we went before it became Frozen the first time. Uh, and I actually quite enjoyed that. Uh, I, I did find myself singing along to it. And the people who mention about the ride having a lot of black areas, where it's obviously no theming, you can see it when you've been up when you once you go on it it does stand out that you've got a scene then just a black wall then another scene then another black wall it does get a bit boring when it comes to that but the ride was enjoyable i enjoyed the bit where you went backwards you the the, the songs were very catchy seeing the giant snowman with all the little snow babies that's what i'm calling them uh, little snowball babies fantastic really enjoyed it so, and that was really the only first I did in Epcot, except for the food and wine, which um, I don't think I've got anything written down for food and wine. No, but we are, I'll give a quick recap on food and wine. Uh, we had a few beers and a few wines and a few ciders along the way. Uh, the food, I actually didn't get I did mention, I think I did mention in a previous episode of this, I was looking forward to going to La Cellier for something to eat. Never got the chance to go in, but I did have the, it was a little steak with a mushroom, and I think it was mushroom and peppercorn sauce, outside the pavilion. I think it was like a little tease of what's in La Cellier. Uh, and it was really nice, really nice piece of steak. I think it was like $8 for a little tiny portion which you, that's what food and wine is but sorry sorry ryan the steak at be our guest beat it i don't know whether it was because it was from the it was in from the little kiosk it wasn't actually a proper lasagna steak which i promise i will try it but at the moment the be our guest flaming on is a little bit better for me so sorry if i've upset anyone with that uh but we yeah, I tried a few of the beers, a few of the wines. I think Julie tried a few of the wines. Um, we tried the cider. Julie also got the a special apple cider drink that was in the... I can't remember what area it is. It's, it's in the uh, the Canada area. It's where the 360 projection show is because they turned that into like a, a cider bar for the Food and Wine Festival. Excuse me. Excuse me. Water. Makes you burp. So yeah, that was a little recap on the food and wine. It's 
the same stuff every year, I'm afraid. There's only a few new, new pavilions. I know a lot of people rave about food and wine. It's 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 okay. It's I think it makes it too busy for my for my liking. I do Sorry, my mouth's a bit dry. Not done this podcasting like for a bit. Uh it's it's enjoyable. It's not the I would go out my way to go to because it would I actually do prefer the Flower and Garden Festival that's held in, in spring to summertime, which we, we went to in 2014, I believe. 15? I don't know. I can't remember. I've been before. Um, but, yeah, that's just a quick little recap on the food and wine. Uh, another first, which I have never done, because every time I've gone to Magic Kingdom, see, I'm going back and I forget it, was the Hall of Presents, and to be truthful, I actually quite enjoyed it. I know people use it, call it a snow fest, but I've never looked into American politics or American history that much, and I quite enjoyed the animatronics standing up talking we were sat quite a bit further back uh, because I have heard that the Donald Trump animatronic doesn't look right but we didn't really get a chance to look at it because literally I do remember one thing from it I do remember vividly that when it came to the end there was at least six security guards came down both sides of the seats don't know whether that's because of the political climate we're in I don't know but it did seem a bit weird that there was six security guards dotted on either side of the auditorium as everyone was leaving so take that as you as you would but yeah that was uh, another first um, that's Really, it? Something to go through my notes again? No. There was one more first. Uh, and this was in Animal Kingdom. Don't know why it was just an Animal Kingdom. It could have been in any, any Disney park. But I had my first Mickey Premium Bar. And it cost me $5.99. And I'm sorry. I don't know what... It's, it is nice, it's a nice ice cream. But, oh my God, five ninety nine. It might be four ninety nine. I don't know, but it was a lot of money for a bit of ice cream, and it wasn't particularly fantastic ice cream either. The chocolate was nice, but the mic, I don't know, probably upset a lot of people with that. But um, yeah, the uh, I had a Mickey Premium bar for the very first time, even though we've been going for eleven years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was covering most of the Disney stuff. Uh, what else have we done first? Oh, I've got, I have to go through my notes here. I'm sorry, guys. Alright, well, I'll tell you what, I'll just go through what, what I've written down here and I'll let you know. We went to the Florida Mall, which I think we've only been there twice before. We, um, we don't seem to go to the, the, out, the, the Florida Mall, we usually go to the Outlet Malls more. But um, the reason why I went to Florida Mall is because Julie wanted to go to Bath and Body Works for the very first time, which she enjoyed. She spent a lot of money. Uh, we had a conversation with at least six people who worked there over the 
ref the air fresheners that you plug in because I asked them would this work with an adapter in the UK because obviously if you're from the UK we, we run off 230 to 240 volts and the Americans run off 110 so I actually emailed Bath and Body Works customer relations while I was in the sh in the store because the people in the store didn't know and I got a response within 30 seconds uh, and the advisors not to buy one because it may blow up so tip don't buy the scented the, the scent plugins from the US because they, they they've got a high likely chance they will blow up because we run off a higher voltage than they do in the US so safety tip don't buy stuff that runs off 110 and bring it over here if you're going to do bring anything don't 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 do it but while we was at uh, the Florida Mall I remembered that a famous person who makes a lot of cakes opened up bakery in the Florida Mall because we used to watch we watch uh, the show that he had says which is called Cake Boss I watched I used to watch that religiously every at least every week when it was on uh, I know it's all, a lot of them repeats now but, but Carlo Carlo's bakery at the Florida Mall we found we found it we went in and I thought well if I'm going to Carlo's bakery what's he most famous for he's famous for his cannolis so I tried a cannoli sorry about me Italian accent that was horrible wasn't it I've I tried the cannoli and the the snap was fantastic the cream cheese filling oh my god it was to die for uh, and I will be going back there again to find try some other stuff that they've got they had a really nice I think it was seven layer rainbow cake that looked really really nice so I'm going to get that next time and Julie had a lemon shortbread biscuit which she really did enjoy because she likes a, a lemon biscuits so yeah that was pretty much it when we went to the Florida mall we just like wandered around had a look in the M&M shop and all them places didn't buy much from them because to be honest if you're going to buy that stuff just go to the outlets it's a season difference in, in, in your styles of clothes and socks and shoes and stuff just go to the outlets they're a lot cheaper uh, which speaking about the outlets we finally Managed to find a decent pair of shoes in Skechers. I don't never liked Skechers before. Julie's had them before. She really enjoyed them. But I got a pair this year. And they are the comfiest shoes or trainers I ever had in my life. And I will be buying another pair when we go back in September. So, thumbs up for Skechers. Uh, well, all the things we did while outside of the, uh, the parks a little bit. We... Um, Finally, after all these many, many years of driving past them all in Florida, we finally went into the donut shop of donut shops. That is Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm in love with that place. I seriously would eat there every single day if I could, especially with the coffees as well. Sorry Starbucks, sorry people who are Starbucks lovers or Costa lovers. Dunkin' Donuts coffee was phenomenal. I had an original, uh, I had, what did I have? Oh yes, sorry. I had the Pumpkin Spice Signature Latte Iced. 
cold. Was it? I've said that completely backwards, haven't I? It was a, an iced pumpkin spice signature latte. And oh my word, they said, would you like a large? Yeah, I'll have a large. I got a litre of coffee. Not a little cup. It was a, it was like a gallon tub. It was monstrous. Um, it was fantastic. The pumpkin spice was gorgeous. The, the, the cream on top was phenomenal. The coffee taste, just the co you could taste the coffee with the pumpkin spice, and it was, oh, sorry Starbucks, but your PSLs can go jump off a bridge. That one beat it by miles. Uh, Julie, I, I had a thought, I'll try the donut, and I had the iced original, and Julie had the cinnamon sugar donut. And yes, I said it earlier, they are phenomenal donuts. It, to me, for the plain bit, they just pip Voodoo Donuts, just a little bit. The, the, the filling ones, I didn't have any at Dunkin' Donuts, so I'll have to try that against the Voodoo Donut ones. But at the moment, the plain ring donuts, that's on I had the iced, beat Voodoo Donuts, hands down. Sorry if I've upset people. I do apologise. Um, anything else we did outside of the parks? Yes, one final thing that's a first for this trip and what we've from what we've done in the past we finally got buffalo wings takeout uh, usually we eat in but where we were staying at Wyndham Bonnet Creek it was a bit of a trek to go and eat outside of Disney or the theme parks um, walking wise so we couldn't go that far and obviously I was driving a lot and I don't, when I go out for something to eat I do like to have a drink while I'm eating and obviously we're driving, I don't do that so uh, we decided we'll get the takeout from Buffalo Wild Wings and we found the nearest one to us which was just on the other side of Disney Springs towards um, I think it's the 535 don't quote me 100% but I think it's over that way and the food was phenomenal. It was just like we always have it. It's just the same as what it is in the restaurant. It was a lot, actually quite a lot cheaper as well because we were takeout, so you don't get the sitting in fees or whatever. The premium pricing, as they say. <coughs> Only one drawback was it took 40 minutes for us to receive our food from ordering, which was a bit excessive. 40 minutes for takeout. I understand if it was busy but it wasn't it was I think it was a Thursday night or Friday Thursday or Friday which I understand Thursday, Friday nights can be busy but when we were in there we stood around with Luke's around the corner from where we were sitting for waiting for our food and there was no more than 15 tables being served and they had about 50 tables in there so 40 minute wait for food was a bit excessive but as I have said before well I don't know if I said it on here but I don't mind waiting for decent quality food if the food's good I'll wait for it if the food's crap you're getting it back but it was really really nice food we got it back to the hotel uh, our apartment sorry not hotel but that's our apartment and loved it we ate a lot we saved a little bit for the morning so that's why we didn't eat a lot we didn't eat the lot 
see this is the problem with my brain it doesn't think what it's saying first so don't worry uh, uh, that's really it from outside the parks first wise there was a couple more first I've got written down uh, we went to the Passholder Lounge Universe uh, which it's a room with a coke fridge and charging points and seats that's it it's nothing to be how everyone thinks it's the best thing in the world it's a room to relax that's all it is it's like a waiting room it's nothing special it's nothing fantastic it's air conditioned great it's got them ice cold um, slushy drinks you make but as we did it we bought one we yeah, got a bunch shoot me we we got one but it didn't it didn't slush up that much and I think looking back what people have said it needs to be shut for at least 30, 30 to 40 minutes without anyone opening it to keep that temperature get that temperature back down because as soon as you open it the temperature heats up and cause it's got to be just is it just below freezing I think it's got to be and then this magic one bottle thing makes all the slush I know it's all physics I know how it works but it just didn't slush up that much it was nice it was freezing cold it really was nice but um, yeah if you want to go in go in if it's open relax chill charge your phone happy days and to be honest guys there's only really one last first we've done this year uh, we well it wasn't my first it was Julie's first. Julie finally went on Mako with me at SeaWorld. And I wish she was here to tell you about this, but she's actually in bed at the moment. She has now said that is her favourite roller coaster in the world. And I am so happy. I am so, so happy she's finally seen the, the, that these huge hyper coasters or giga coaster whichever one it is I can't represent really certain but these massive big tall roller coasters are not as scary as you think they are just fun the thrills are up there the weightless feeling you get and I've said it before on other podcasts Mako is my favourite roller coaster in Orlando it is now Julie's favourite roller coaster in the world so that's a first and that's an exclusive on this podcast and the other I keep saying yeah, the, 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 the last first we did well I did uh, I had my very first impossible burger at SeaWorld it was only a mini burger it was only a little tiny one it wasn't massive because uh, I thought well I'm not going to pay out for a full one just to guess I don't like it there's nothing against uh, plant based stuff or anything I just I like my meat it's as simple as that but I thought this is what were the, a lot of people are going with I'll give it a go so I actually did have the impossible burger and I was very very pleasantly surprised it tasted like a burger it felt like a burger in the mouth it had the juiciness it had the texture it had the consistency of a burger the only disappointment thinking back again now was it's supposed to have had a sriracha, a sriracha cheese uh, on it, and 
the cheese was just cheese. It wasn't. It didn't have a sriracha flavour to it at all. It was just plain cheese. But it, it was a nice brioche bun. Uh, I have got a picture of it somewhere, and I will try and pop them onto Facebook if I get the chance. So I tell you what, guys, uh, I've whittled on for oh, how long have we got on? Thirty minutes now. I've I've whittled on far too much, uh, really, for this being a quick. Well, no, I can't really be a quick one. It's my trick report. Idiot. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to call time on this. I'm going to call this part one uh, of the trip report because I'm going to do more. I'm going to let you have more information about Galaxy's Edge. I'm going to go into Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, I'm also going to go... There was something else I wanted to talk about as well. Barnett, Florida. It will come to me. I will let you know in the next few, in the near future what's happening with that. But uh, for now, guys, I'm going to end this one here. I'm going to give you all a... I keep talking away from the microphone. I hope this comes out okay. I keep looking over to my notes. My notes are on the right, my microphone's on the left. I'm hoping the sound still comes through. I'm sorry. I'm, I've obviously not done this for a while, so I do apologise again. But... Um, I will end this now. Oh, I keep saying that. See, this is how, I, how awkward I get when it comes to ending. You guys, if you've listened to me before, you know. So I'm going to say again, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Uh, if you could give me a five star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now, thank you very much. Or whatever platform you're listening to, give me a like, a follow, a tweet on Facebook and Twitter very much appreciated and do me also one more favour guys get yourself over to Facebook get yourself over to the official podcast, uh, the, Diz After, the Diz After Dark Network podcast army and get onto there, there's some lovely people in there, we have a little bit of banter here in there when it comes to different things there's a lot of information about the new podcast coming out, there actually is a Facebook page for the After Dark Podcast Network as well so get yourself onto that. Uh, if you want to see my ugly mug weekly, which I have been doing, obviously I've not been doing my podcast, but I have been doing a weekly update on the football fixtures for every weekend. Get yourself over to uh, Ramp Football on YouTube. That's done by another fellow podcaster of the network, uh, Phil, who has the Orlando Addict podcast. And just tell you what, just do do everything that you want to do, guys. You're all fantastic. Thank you for putting up with me for so long. And I will see you all real, real, real soon. I promise I will not leave it a month before another podcast. I do promise that. So, again, I'll see you guys. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.